nice chocolate. Oh, yeah. Let's open it up. Is there a card? There's a card. This is from Matt and Dave from Earwolf. Oh, we heart you. I'm sobbing. And listener, we heart you too. This is the only Valentine I'm going to get, and I love it. We are recording oh. this on Valentine's Day. Yes, we are. Hope everybody had a love-filled and sexy, sexy Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. Thank you to Earwolf for this gorgeous box of Godivas that we're opening we right now. We have a full, like, Blondie cartoon heart-shaped box of chocolates. I'm so excited to dig in. Uh, so uh, Valentine's Day, big plans? No plans. Staying in. Love it. Um, and hopefully, you know, doing love-related things. Doing love things. You? Great. Uh, going to dinner. Uh, we slept on reservations, but we're going to our favorite restaurant at like six. Nice. <laughs> we're getting like the geriatric special. And uh, yeah, and then and then we'll, you know, go home and do love things. Great. Yeah. Uh Oh, look at this box. I'm just, oh, this is beautiful. What a bounty. What um, a bounty. Speaking of love things, Dave. Yes, yes, yes. You wrote a piece recently for Esquire. I sure did. Listeners, I'm sure you know, Dave Holmes is an editor at large for Esquire magazine. Correct. And uh, you recently went to where? Montana. Montana. Yeah. To the ranch? An unnamed town in Montana. Yeah. To uh, Huey Lewis's massive ranch. And uh, and spent a day with them, and I got to write about it, and it was great. Uh, and it uh, it's blown up, which makes me really happy. As a matter of fact, right now we are at Earwolf, uh, and in this very studio later, uh, the REM podcast that Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman do, yep. will be recording with special guests Jimmy Kimmel and Huey Lewis, <gasps> who are great friends in real life. Um, so I don't know about you, but I'm going to fucking hang out until they get here. Uh, absolutely, you got to, you got to. He has aged. Perfectly. Absolutely beautifully. You won't believe it. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's gorgeous and he's so funny and he's got great stories and he, I just wanted to listen to him talk all day, which I basically did. There were multiple times when I was like, oh, I have to ask you a question now. Yeah. Like, I just forgot. I, it, it was so fun to read the piece and to just imagine the actual experience of being there with you in particular because yeah. I can't imagine how, I mean, you must have been floating outside your body. I absolutely disassociated. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. The piece is beautiful, and of course, it's all about him and and like health challenges and and music and his history and everything. We got to like a little bit of your actual experience. You're writing an ATV at some point. Yes, wearing, yeah, yeah. wearing Huey Lewis's snow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. It was just, you know, he's got this massive mud room. Like his favorite thing is to have people over and and go out and shoot ducks or fly fish or whatever. He's got tons of land. Uh, Just do outdoorsy stuff. Right. Um, So he's got he's got equipment for everybody. And he kind of, you know, he just he 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 sized me right up and suddenly I was wearing his clothes and 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 in his uh, just like going over his around his duck blinds and and shit it was it was really it was very great like maybe for the last 30 minutes I was like okay I'm back I'm back here I kind of know who I am now right it was crazy how much time were you how long were you there I was there a full day wow. nine ten hours something like that yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun it was it, it like it was in October and the weekend before it had been 70 degrees and then that this like two days before it dropped to like five so it was unbelievably cold we really yeah. couldn't be outside that much um but it was it was I I love him I I I tried not to write too embarrassing a love letter but I truly he's he's transform he's 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 an important figure in my life he was he was kind of dashing and movie star handsome and and like solid and masculine yes. when I was, when my sexual identity was coming together. So he's, he's, he's a, he's an important 
He's a pivotal crush. A masculinity that was also like accessible. Yeah, exactly. And not intimidating. Not intimidating. No, no, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he was like a, just a guy you wanted to be with, mm-hmm. like one, like a, your dad's cool friend. And did you make out or didn't, didn't, didn't. Oh, okay. did how much I wanted to make out with him come through <laughs> in the article only because I know you. Okay. You, okay. You, you, you wrote very professionally. And, okay. Well, uh, thank, platonically. You. thank you. I appreciate that. Truly a dream, truly an absolute dream. Oh. Uh, it was great. Uh, it's up there now. Also, uh, just today, uh, the, my post about writing the, uh, the jokes for the gay porn awards went up. Oh, so I cannot wait so to it, see this. Yeah. This is one of those times when I'm thrilled that my mother doesn't know what the internet is or how it works. This is a, a piece on Esquire? Yes. Great. Yeah. Oh, I got But the rest of you, I've uh, posted it on my Twitter, at Dave Holmes. So go check that, that, so check that out and have a read. We get after. flustered when we talk gay porn. Uh, I mean, I'm still thinking about Huey Lewis. Yeah. Uh, after you uh, listen to this terrific interview with Dan Smith. I love Dan Smith. Uh, so, so much. A hilarious comedian. And yeah. we had such a fun chat about uh, dogs and sex and romance and all of the stuff. Yeah. Dan's dog was not super well at the time. Uh, I, I am assuming that Dan's dog is on the mend. Yes. I have not heard otherwise. Prayers for Dan's dog, of Prayers course. Up. Prayers uh, up. And up. look forward to an update, hopefully a positive one. Um, and, of course, go to dnsmith.com uh, for updates and go see live shows and for all of the fun stuff. Uh, Deanne is delightful. We are back with Deanne Smith. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Never better. How is Rudy doing, more importantly? I mean, to set the scene, she looks Rudy, well, doesn't she? She looks great, yeah. Okay, good. Rudy's He's a dog in a, in a satchel. Yep. Did uh, you want to set the scene further? I think I just I said okay. all there I is mean, to say. I think the scene has been set. That's yeah. true. Although there's a backstory, which is that we thought we weren't going to get to see you because yesterday it's true. Rudy had a scare. Rudy had the biggest scare. She was vomiting blood, mm. I'm sorry to say, to mm. everybody. I'd never experienced that. So she's my first dog. We've been together for about three years. Yeah. But anytime something new happens with her medically, I go to the vet. Of but course. certainly that. Certainly that. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we were there for like five hours. It was super uh. intense. Um, but upside, we found a wonderful vet in L.A. Who'd you yeah. go to? Uh, we went to a place called Glendale Small Animal Hospital. Uh-huh. Turns out they've been in business since 1925. Family business. Great. I had... Dr. Ahmed, uh, who goes by his first name, because his dad is the guy that runs the joint. Oh, I love him. And he was lovely. He was, like, so hot. I took a picture of him, and I think he caught me. Okay. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I'll show you. I mean, it's not a great picture, like, you know, in the moment. But Mm -hmm. um, shall I show it to you now? Mm -hmm. And then you can see if you think he's hot. Absolutely, you should. And I'm not the type to be running around thinking men are hot, so I don't know what happened. I think it was in part because he was saving my dog's life. Sure, nothing's hotter than that. Save me. What was the... He fully clocked me taking this photo, by the way. Great. Um, He was probably like, happens There's a receptionist in him. He's the hot one. He has green eyes. Just picture that. He looks like possessed in this photo. Oh, my God. Okay, is he? Am I not wrong? He is. No, he's very handsome. I mean, he wasn't posing for this photo. He's just... Happened to be looking up. No, beautiful like, head of hair. I, I wish he were in focus, but this is the best we could do yeah. under the circumstances. Yeah. To, to set the scene, he was talking to the receptionist about Rudy's meds, and I was like on my phone at the counter, and I realized I could probably get a sneaky picture right yeah. now. So I turned Smart. on camera mode, but it totally looked like he clocked me doing that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I like that even in a time of of you know of passion, really. I mean, 
we're never when when our dogs are in distress, oh my God. we are not ourselves. But I like That's that true. even in that moment, you were able to have the wherewithal to snap a picture. I mean, I felt like it needed to be documented because yeah, I'm like, is he truly a god, or am I <laughs> am I insane? You're not um, insane. Thank no. you. And you know what That's else true. it was that he did? <laughs> he did. Do you have a dog? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get it. Do you have a dog? I do. Oh, great! Yes. So you get it. Yeah. So Rudy is like four point six pounds, tiny little baby. Tiny, tiny. I've always been stressed about her finding like a pill on the floor. Like if she yes. were to find literally anything, it's mm-hmm. over for her because she's so little. And he was completely backing that up being like, because my concern is that maybe she got an Advil or she got a whatever. And even one thing for a dog that size. And he kept being like, she's off the charts. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make her medicines. I keep triple checking the math because she's just so tiny. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like Everyone you thinks I'm crazy, but yeah. Oh. Anyway. And so she's we, okay. the prognosis was, or the diagnosis was just. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. But she, they gave her a host of meds and now she's on it. Wow. Yeah. And this was the other thing about this guy. Maybe this is typical around here. I don't know. This is my first like U.S. vet experience. Mm-hmm. But he kept being like, well, we could do this, but uh, it costs this much. And we've had, and he was kind of really leaving it up to me mm-hmm. to the point that I was like, but why, why is this, is this just about, are you trying to save me money? And he was like, well, yeah, a lot of people don't like to do things cause it costs too much. And um, they are like, we are just sort of guessing as to what, what will work, what will help, right. what is wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of, do you want to throw money at the problem in this direction or in this direction? Yeah. And, but to me, that question is like, how much do you love your dog? And I'm like right. the most. Yeah, so the most. whatever. Charge me anything. Yeah. Charge me anything, I will happily pay it and forget about it. Uh, I don't need to eat all month. No. <laughs> there are value <laughs> foods. Exactly. So what ramen noodle bricks in, are for. Earwolf. That's what you do podcasts for. Oh, There's hey. Free food. I didn't get a chance to see the snacks on the way in. I am raiding it on the At way the out. At the break, we will allow you. I'm going to raid those snacks till I'm vomiting blood. That's how free hard rate. I'm going to go with those snacks. Uh, well, she seems okay, and that's good. Yeah. We were both stressed. Oh, yeah. They could not have had a more empathetic uh, <laughs> no, audience. For- I did appreciate that because I sent a message being like, I don't know if we should just leave it up in the air, maybe cancel. And then I yeah. got the message I got back was so sweet. Oh, good. It's like, yeah. We were talking Canada before we started recording because I think you are commonly uh, mislabeled as a Canadian comedian, but you're not. Mis- you, you, not officially. You are, but you aren't. I am, but I'm not. But if we were to perpetuate that myth here, I would have been happy. So yeah. I started comedy in Canada. That's uh-huh. where I've been living for the last like 15 years. But I grew up in the U.S. And yeah, I'm an American. Uh-huh. Oh, feels weird to say. It's been because before that I lived in Mexico. So it's been like I've lived outside of the U.S. now more than I've lived in it, mm-hmm. which is so odd. And you're in Toronto now. In Toronto and kind of just moved to L.A. Fully moved. I don't want to keep acting like I haven't moved, but (laughs) I have one more piece of Ikea furniture to assemble. That's probably why. When that is done. Now, where where have you settled in Los Um, Angeles? I have a lovely little house on a hill in uh, Silver Lake. Love it. Yeah. I say house. Let's say apartment house. Let's say back house of a proper house. Okay. You know, like a tiny, it's so cute. And I Standalone property though. Yes. You got a house. So psyched. So standalone, in fact, that I was looking at the backyard today like, uh uh-oh. I'm going to learn how to deal with a backyard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What are you going to do? I think I'm just going to weed whack. Okay. <laughs> it's not like huge enough to get a lawnmower. Right. And I love weed whack. <laughs> Great. Is that crazy? It is really satisfying. Yeah. yeah. I was never <sighs> one for yard work, but mm-hmm. it's, it's those not weeds. very labor intensive mm-hmm. and yeah. you just sort of hold it. And 
satisfying. Not labor intensive, but you get to put on boots and feel kind of strong. Sure. Yes. Okay. Sure. I'm glad and we're then they'll agreement. come back because you're not pulling them out at the root. So you get to do it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Just weed whack the Just heck out whack. of it. It's essentially a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Can you plant? Yes. Okay. And in fact, I'm I'm subletting from a friend. We're calling it subletting because the place is so great. She doesn't want to let it go, uh-huh. but she'll never be back. She yeah. moved to LA, to New York. It's over. Um, so she's left a bunch of plants that now I have to learn what they are and how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. They're mostly half dead. Some are kind of there. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been there in a few months. Okay. Yeah. So as you are relocating, what are, what are you listening to? Oh my gosh. So as I was pulling up today and there's a valet situation, yes, which I'm going to have to get used to, still yeah. feels insane to just like give your car to a person. Yeah. Um, but I like it. It's freeing. Um, I realized because of the valet <laughs> that I was like, oh, pussy is God is blaring out of my speakers right now. Let yeah. me just turn that down a little bit. <laughs> um so I've been listening to King Princess. Do you guys know King Princess? Yes. So great, right? Yeah. yeah. Relatively new discovery for me. And I'm like, keep circling back to like the same three songs. Yeah. But how great is Pussy is Number one, how great is Pussy is God? Number two, okay. how bold are the kids? Yeah. The kids are bold. They're bold. Days. Kids will lead the way. I love it. Can I tell you, I'm a couple of days away from meeting King, King Princess. <gasps> yeah, because she's coming to town. Is she? Wait, what? Well. What? Okay. How do you not know she's coming to town and you're meeting her? Because okay. she is playing the gay porn awards that I am what? writing no. the presenter jokes for. No. Yeah. Where? Las Vegas. Oh, my god. Hard Rock Hotel, obviously. Martin Luther King Day, obviously. Like uh, this coming too. Monday. Yeah, these, she's our musical guest. She's doing two numbers. This is unbelievable. It's crazy. These gay porn awards get more and more legit They're the more I know legit, about They're kind of legit, Matt. Yeah. They're better than the Golden Globes. Yeah. Absolutely. How weird is it? I just was like, I should get into gay porn. That's yeah. so exciting. <laughs> it is pretty exciting. Oh so this is Monday. This is Monday. And you write the jokes for the presenters? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So do you get to be like in the green room the whole time? I will be backstage coaching adult film actors How to through say some jokes? very simple jokes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is it, I don't know if it'd be against contract or I don't know what the deal is. Could you give us a preview of one of these jokes? Let's see. Well, this, this will go up after. Mm-hmm. So, so I can say this is the level, like this is the level. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited. For best three-way. Presenter one says, some three-ways are just right. Oh, love it. Some three-ways are too cold. But all of these three-ways are too hot. (laughs) The nominees for best three-way are. I love it. That kind of thing. I love that there's a category for best three-way. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you are, I feel that you're writing to them correctly. I don't know Do that they can handle a ton more than that. That is that is that stretches the limit of word count. <laughs> the, the, the producer is just like short. Make them short. Oh my goodness. So I bet yeah. some of them can deliver a joke though. Some can. I would some say can. with an exception for our our past guest Blake Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I bet he can really handle some yes. some copy. I was I would I was hoping <laughs> to write something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mouthfuls of it. <laughs> he's he's smart and he funny, is. and then the I, you know I, I'm I'm acting as if all gay porn actors are dumb. No, but they will be drinking a lot. Uh, I've yeah, watched there's that. old ceremonies, and they they do tend to show up pretty mm. lit. So okay, you've you've done it, and I'm gonna stop quizzing you about jokes. But is sure. there like one more? I just love short fun jokes. Um, I, and I'm like trying to think. I of learned so now. much in the last because I learned first of all that there's even a category for best three ways. Yeah. So I just. I just want more information. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated. There, I have quick little throwaway things. Okay. Um, like um, 
put your hands together, but keep your thighs apart yes. for the nominees for favorite top. That's amazing. That kind of Quit just quick little yeah. things. And by the way, these are genuinely making me laugh. Oh, I'm good. The, no, yeah, me man. too. I'm the target audience apparently for this. I don't think I could think of that. Thanks. Well, I guess you, just, know. you just get in a groove. And then well, you you know you agree to do it, and yeah. then if you don't do it, you don't get paid. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then you do it. I think that's what a lot of the porn actors themselves say. I think that's probably true. <laughs> well, so I've agreed to this. I'm and... also, I can't wait to talk to all of you uh, after the after party. Oh. oh, my God. Because I think that's really going to be where it's at. Yes. Yeah. Are, is Ben going with you to this? He's not. Is Ben your partner? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How um, he's open got tickets. are you guys? Uh, pretty. Okay. Yeah. But I don't, I can't imagine. Maybe. I can't imagine. Maybe. But if not, then, then when? If well, where? I just don't think I'm a player in that world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might Maybe be I'll biggest. be an exotic outsider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But enough about me. Okay. King Princess. Love her. Who else? Who else am I listening to right now? Um, Phoebe Bridgers. Sure. Ugh, if I need to cry, which I kind of do sometimes these days, just yeah. put on Scott, Sc- Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. Forget okay. about it. Do okay. you know her at all? I do, but I don't Singer, know Singer, songwriter, you know, all of her stuff tends to be sad. Yeah. Poor Phoebe, but she's oh, lovely. Okay. Lovely. Thought you were talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Waller-Bridge. Oh, very similar names, eh? Yeah. What if... <laughs> Bridgers. What if I just had a really weird relationship with Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Yeah, you just call her Bridgers. I, Bridgers. If I need to cry, I just put on, you know. Put on an old Bridgers. Put on an old Bridgers. Uh, what was the last TV show you got super into? Yes, okay. This is going to take a minute, and later, when we get to the relationship section, it'll all tie together. Oh, you know exactly how the show works. I've, I've looked into it. I've looked into it, but... Um, I have been consumed with moving and with a new relationship to the point that I realized I haven't watched anything and like I haven't sunk in to a Netflix or anything in weeks. Like maybe almost two months though. The last thing I watched, I only got four episodes deep. I think there's two more building up. Uh, Had to see the new L word. Ah, yeah. Okay. Which is great, right? Is it? It's great in the way that the L word has always been, quote, great. Uh Um, Like, it's fun. It's fun. Yes, it's fun. Um, The writing is still horrific. There's characters you hate, which is fun. Maybe it is great. You know what? It probably is great. Because, like, I'm into it, and I'm, like, excited to watch it week to week. But I had to miss a week. But then I got excited again that it's building up. So I'm like, then I can can binge two episodes. Uh It's fun. It did. I... Barely watched the original, and Mike, my boyfriend, was watching this one, and I um, was sort of, like, just coming in and out of the room, but found myself kept, you know, I continued to be, like, pulled back in for more. It's, you know what, it is great, because it also lends itself then to, like, inside jokes about how dumb some of the scenes are. Like, do you remember when um, the trans guys in the pool, anyway, he's like, these guys are, like, hanging out, and he's like, so what about your past or something, (laughs) kind of looks him right in the face and he's like I don't talk about my past and then he just swims away yeah. and I'm like man so now my friends and I are doing that all the time I don't even know if that's the exact line but it's something like that like I don't want to talk about it and then you just swim turn away. your back and swim away um, yeah it's kind of great yeah. but I st- when I started watching that I started watching episode two because in classic lesbian fashion my ex was on my account so she'd been watching it so I didn't know so I started watching episode two and didn't know, like, that's how little faith I had in the L word. It's like, characters are just appearing and stuff is just happening. And I was like, there's been no setup, but okay, uh-huh. I get it. Uh-huh. I guess Shane lives with this person. This is happening. Here we are. And then, like, 
it took about 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I got to start at episode one. Mm-hmm. But that's how much I didn't believe in anyone to properly write the L word. Yeah. Um, so you know what? It's better than the Orridge in that way. Okay. And was this, did you have a similar relationship with the, with the Orridge? I saw the Orridge when it happened at the time. So, and I haven't revisited, but I remember even then. And I wasn't nearly as television savvy as I am now, mm-hmm. or as I will be. Give me a year to live in LA, oh. learn all the things. Oh, it's oh, just absolutely. it's in the air. Um, but even then, I remember being so frustrated at the writing, just being like, "Oh my god, that character would never do that!" Or why are they suddenly doing this? Like, it, it's horrific. Like they just jump from scene to scene. Anybody does whatever the fuck they want all the time. It's intense. Uh, I think I would probably like to revisit it. Uh-huh. Okay. But what's her name? Who plays Bet? Um, Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals, queen. Oh yeah. Of the single drop tear, like there was a lot of that in the original. I remember just a close up of her beautiful face, and then just like one rolling tear. Uh-huh. She's so just so it. stunning. It would be it would be wrong if she weren't on screen in some. Capacity. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the whole show should be about her. Like, forget everybody else. Uh, no, she's unbelievable. And she doesn't age. I mean, I'm going to also have to get used to this in L.A., but yeah. she doesn't age. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. That's right. Uh, who? Okay. Can you just give me just a quick <laughs> just a quick primer on the characters of the L word? Oh, so I'll do my best. I know there's Shane and we're, we don't like her. Right? Well, I mean, everybody she bad. I remember she was bad. Yeah. I mean, everyone was like in love with Shane. Okay. Shane was like a type of lesbian that then yeah. other lesbians tried to become, you yeah. know, like yeah. the hot kind of the, the bad boy of lesbians. Mm, sure. Um, I find Shane super annoying uh, <laughs> still because Shane's always like, just like in every scene. So you've, you've seen it. Yeah. Okay. And you haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. So in every, Shane's just always like hunched over, like I am the knight, like just always wearing black, yeah. like, and um, it's like, can't be intimate with anybody. It's mm-hmm. like, you're in your forties, grow up. <laughs> uh, this yeah. was, this was like acceptable in your twenties. And now you just look stupid, you know, but also has the superpower. It's sort of the trope of just like, everyone wants to fuck her. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, Unavailable, yeah. you know? Yeah. So there's Shane. There's Shane. Um, Matt, you helped me through this. There's well, bet we talked about that's Jennifer bet. Beals, and I don't know that much about the original, but in the in this one, she is running for mayor. She is mayor, oh. running for running for mayor. Okay, yeah. So she's Ambitious. one of the other OGs who's back because it's sort of old old generation and new generation together. Yeah. And her slogan is "Bet on Porter." Her name is Bet Porter. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, and she has kids. She has a a, da- a daughter. Yeah, she has a like teenage daughter. Yeah. Who's a great actress in the show? Holy shit! Her the scenes between the daughter and Bet I think are pretty amazing. Okay. And then there's um, the one who's the blonde sort of pixie Alice. Alice, who, what's her real name? Leisha Haley. Yes. Okay. She has a like an Ellen style talk show. Oh my god! Oh. It's the worst. There's a scene. Um, like Fortune Feimster is like her. What it's it's not called offsider, but like sidekick. Sidekick. Offsider. Her offsider. <laughs> is that a Canadian term? I have no idea what I'm saying. It is, um, it's her sidekick. So she's there, like at this like fake cafe on set, being uh-huh. like, "Oh hey, Alice, what's going on?" And the first time Fortune popped up, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so amazing! This is awesome!" And then 
um, she had to cheers with Alice and be like, okay, see you latte. And I was like, oh, Ooh. I would have killed myself on set. If oh. I had to say that, I, that pistol would have been in my mouth. Forget about it. It's oh. over. See you latte. Oh, no. no. I know. But she's getting paid. She's out there. It's happening. Yeah. Fortune can do no wrong. Fortune, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Fortune. Oh, and Alice is but married that's why, to- that's why I was annoyed because Fortune could do so much more than sure. see you latte. Sure. Of course. All right. Fortune should have her own spinoff. Thank you. Alice is married to Stephan, uh, Stephanie Allen. Oh. In real life? In in the show. Who's Stephanie Allen? Stephanie Allen married has to been on, in real life <gasps> is married to Tig Notaro, and oh, she's been on this show, and I've she's I've never known who Tig Notaro's girlfriend was, but people always talk to me about Tig Notaro's girlfriend. Yeah. So it's the one that's dating Alice in that show. Yes, I okay. believe so. And, okay. so. and so and she's sort of now in the stepmother role. Right. Stephanie is okay. sort of in the stepmother role. Yeah. So is this Alice national, local? It feels national. Okay. It's national. It's like a it's like an Ellen style phenomenon. Yeah. And yet I think in in the first episode she's interviewing <laughs> Bet, who's running for mayor of LA, which uh-huh. I don't see I mean, maybe Ellen would do that. Uh, no. Get no. involved in local politics. No. No. But, That's a great yeah. question though, local or national. Yeah. They treat it like it's national, but their topics feel local. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um who else we and then there's a whole there's a whole crop of new the like the young oh my generation. God. Let's and talk I, about the number one most annoying one. I don't know much about them. Um, Finley, the blonde, the puppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, human the puppy. puppy. The puppy. <laughs> She's well, like, how is she a puppy? Lovesick and stupid. Um, yeah. You don't. She's always running into the house. So there's like. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's this couple, and I don't, I don't remember who either of them are called. Right but with now. the, I know that the fir- the cold open is that couple having sex. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember about them. At the porn awards, I think we'd call that a hot open. That is a hot open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very good. I'm getting there. Thank you so much. Very good. Thank and we've you. got a trans guy who has a secret, sexy scene in the pool with another who guy. Has a yep. Secret. Swims away. Doesn't <laughs> sexy secrets. Yeah. I think that's everybody. Yeah. So there's that couple. I wish I could remember their names. There's the trans guy. So their house seems to be kind of like a hub for the new generation because, uh-huh. like, that guy's always running in and out. Finley, the blonde annoying one, is always running. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. And there's got to be. And then there's whoever's Finley's dating who's, like, a, pre- a priest. I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in now. I mean, you kind of have to now. see it. Okay. This but was they the should best not. recap of any show, by the way. <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding? I'm like, I haven't. Now you're being sarcastic. I thought you were. No. Just, but he, no, this he is, is good. No, I'm look not, at his face. I am not he, kidding. I want to get it. You want to see it, but it Matt seems, genuinely was joking, and I I got excited that I did a good job. Oh, no, I, you did you a did good a job, job, and okay. I do want to see it. Okay. I did a horrible job assisting you. You did a great job. Thank you. Everybody did a great job. Yeah, I just I can't great. remember anyone's names. I'm like, there's need, the hot couple. There's a swimming yeah, guy. There's that's a- fine. <laughs> I just I need for things to be a little bit bad. Oh, and it's so, bad. Okay, so that makes me excited. But it's 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 like it's the sort of thing I would never want to watch alone. Yeah, I need to like comment about it to someone. Mm, right. It's that kind of like fun bad. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about stand ups? Who were the people that you uh, looked up to? Who are your guys? Oh, who are my guys? I mean, Maria Bamford forever and always. Sure. Forget about it. Yeah. Um, I got kind of, my love of stand-up happened. Uh, I was living in Mexico with my Mexican girlfriend at the time, uh, writing poetry, which is what I used to do. Uh, hadn't done stand-up at all. Um, and she made 
a CD for me. I mean, this was a while ago, guys, to use with my English classes. She's like, oh, I just like Sirius XM was really new or she was an engineer that had got turned on to some kind of internet radio and it was really new. And she was like, oh, I made this for you from the comedy channel. Maybe you could use it in your classes. So I listened to the CD and I was like, what it inspired in me was unreal because I was like happy to hear the jokes, but then also angry. Like I would hear some stuff that I was like, oh, it just sparked like I want to do this and I want to do this better than what wow. I'm hearing. But on that on that CD was Maria Bamford. And every time she popped up, and I didn't know her name. It, I was like, what is this? This is genius. Um, so, she's yeah, the best. she's the best. So I just have to lead with her. Yeah, of course. Um Another person I can watch endlessly, and I'm happy to be in the same town with, is Andy Kindler. Yeah. Man, that guy. Holy shit. So did you start performing when you were living in Mexico? No. So um, when we moved to Montreal, uh, originally I moved there to go to, well, to follow this girlfriend of mime school, let's be honest. Uh, That's what she was doing, and I was just following. And then I was going to do like a creative writing master's at this university, and then I deferred and started open mics. And then forget about it. This is the thing. This is the thing. So have you gotten to know Maria in real life? Yeah, a little bit. And I, like, she won't hear this. I've played the long game with Maria. Like, (laughs) I've seen her, like, early on, because she's always been my favorite. And early on at festivals, I'd kind of see her around at Just for Laughs or something. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to say hi. I'm not going to introduce myself as a fan. I'm going to meet her on, on peer terms. And then flash forward Years later, we're both, we both happened to be at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And I was nominated for an award that year. I didn't win. Uh, but they have an award there called the Barry Award. Or possibly since renamed. Because it was named for Barry Humphreys. And then he was being kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, but uh, she had been nominated for that a few years earlier. And I just found myself in this circle with the director of the festival, Maria Bamford, uh, Maria's mom oh. and her dad and somebody else. And then someone casually was just like, oh, Maria, this is Deanne. And then she said, congratulations on the nomination. Like she oh. just knew. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh. Um, and then I played it cool and chatted with her mom for like five minutes about Tasmania. Wow. But then since then, we've seen each other around and hung out a little bit. And then last time we hung out, she was in Toronto and her and her husband were there. And I happened to be going to a queer slow dance after our show. So I was like, this is weird, but do you guys want to come to this like queer slow dance? It's really fun. And what they is, came. What is a queer slow dance? I'd like to. So uh, my friend Sherwin runs these events. It's so great. So he runs these like slow dances for adults and then queer versions. And maybe now he's only doing the queer version. So it's like a proper dance. You can show up. There's always a dress code. Or like a suggested thing to make it fun, but you absolutely don't have to do that. And probably less than half of the people do. So it might be like, the theme is Purple Rain, or it's high school prom, or it's whatever. And then you get there. It is, and it has always been, even before the rest of society got woke, it is the most inclusive, respectful, like, gentle, loving place to be. Like, you're meant to show up alone. Like, if you were to just be a person and be like, oh, I'm going to a slow dance, you could go there and be taken care of. There's, like, designated dancers. So there's people who will walk around and ask you if you want to dance. You'll get a little list of the rules that's like, you know, ask anybody to dance, um, but be respectful and, you know. So you're there to be approached and to to, 
um, approach other people. Sherwin's the DJ. He's perfect. He's like every second song on the mic being like, tonight's the night. Get out of your comfort zone. Ask someone to dance. You never know what that cute stranger, you know, he's so sweet. And then it's set up where you see a list of songs and you get a little a little book like an old style dance card so you could literally walk up to people and be like do you want to dance for with me to madonna's crazy for you and be like yeah and so there's 10 slow songs and then a break of like three or four fast songs and then 10 slow songs whatever and people are really encouraged to ask each other to dance and and yeah just generally kind of like be respectful it's so cute what a dream it's really really fun yeah it's a really rare and special thing to do like as a grown-up with other mm-hmm. grown-ups. It's so hard to meet people. It's so hard to connect in a real way sometimes. And, and so Maria Bamford and her husband came <laughs> yeah. to one of the I, Like, we were at the show together. We had just done the sh- two shows. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go do this if you guys want to join. It's only five minutes away. And they were like, yeah, let's go. Oh, so, I love it. Yeah. It's been a very long game with Maria Bamford, but I can say that we've gone to a dance together now. You won. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Won. I just hope she never hears this. How creepy. Oh, wow. <laughs> she is an obsessive homophilia <laughs> fan, I've heard. Yeah. Um, let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're back. Hey, we're back. Hi. Hi. We've blown our noses. That's pretty much what happened during the break. Yeah. And that's about it. That's yeah. the whole break. So you, uh, are you seeing someone now? I mean, guys, this is when it starts to get real. Okay. I found out today that I'm in a relationship because I knew I was coming on this podcast. Uh-huh. And so let's start at the start and then please okay. ask me questions so that I don't talk too much in the wrong direction no we, we could talk in all directions okay please it's a couple this is the thing oh so thank you for your open mouth gape this is the reaction i want um, this is an excited open mouth no gape. for yeah. sure this is what i want and i find that like my friends aren't asking enough follow-up questions because they're all like oh <laughs> whatever yeah like people are freaked out so anyway we were texting today and i was just texting with one half of the couple the other one wasn't on the thread at the moment and I was like, so I'm going to do this podcast, and they're going to ask me if I'm in a relationship. I I kind of think I'll just answer, quote, kind of? Yeah. And then she said, well, she said, what do you want to answer? What, is, what does it feel like or something? I was like, well, I want to answer yes, but I wouldn't be that bold without checking in. And she's hmm. like, I also feel like yes. <laughs> and, then, and then she used the name. I'm going to do my best to not use names, but... Then she was like, well, here's hoping the other one agrees. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty sure they do, but we'll find out. And I was like, all right. Did we so, check in with the other? The other one just popped back in to be like, whoa, I left for five seconds and we're in a relationship. This is great news. <laughs> See you oh, guys good. Later. Yeah. So it's all, everyone's on the same page. So it, it, apparently we're in a relationship. Rule, you know, did, the rules of which are yet to be determined, I guess. Um, okay. How did it start? Let's hammer out the rules here and we'll just <laughs> yeah. let them listen and know. Um, yeah, because it's long distance and they're a couple. So Oh, they're long di- They're not in L.A. They're not in L.A. Where are they? They are in the, we're just going to say the Midwest. Okay. Oh, I'm trying Chicago. To, I'm trying to be <laughs> somewhat, I'm going to accidentally say one of their names for sure. Okay. Um, not quite Chicago, but one of them used to live in Chicago. Okay. Good guess. Good okay. guess. Okay. So it's um, not Maria Bamford and her husband what after if it your magical was? night. Oh my God. What what if it was? I didn't know. What the if game it gets was? longer. <laughs> I'm not opposed. Just putting that on the record. Okay. Let, give us your meet cute. How did this even come to be? I mean, it's going to have to be a bit of a story Please. because, yeah. because um, 
none of us had ever done anything like this. So it wasn't like anyone had like a plan or a way to be, you know, I don't know how to approach a couple. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they weren't like, man, eh, fresh meat, let's do this. Um, so we met at a comedy festival and we immediately just like hit it off. Um, and we're hanging out. We hung out one night and then we hung out the next night. We're hanging out and then kind of closed down a bar, went to another bar where there was like very few of us. It was the bar that one of them owns. So it mm. was after hours. There was like literally five of us. I don't know how to, can we give them fake names just yeah. to make the yeah. story easier? Yeah. What should we call You tell me. Uh, uh, let's use names from the L word. Yeah. I was oh, just thinking great. like oh, a no, bet and a. They're going to get so annoyed. But I mean, Who's this is just randomly generated. Okay. So you guys generate. Are okay. they, is this two ladies? Have we uh, a lady and a non-binary person. Okay. Okay. A lady. A lady. Okay. Person. I'm going to say the lady is Letitia. Letitia. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And I'm going to say the non-binary person is Bet. Bet. Just because that's a top of mind. Okay, great. Letitia and Bet. <laughs> I will do my best great. with Letitia and Bet. Okay. Um, so we're back at Bet's bar, and I'd been feeling vibes with Letitia that night. I'm not one to invent vibes. I'm not right. one to, th- I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I play it real safe. Turns out my... Mars is in Virgo. I don't really, I don't actually really know. Yeah. You're just, not a Shane just, walking I'm not around, a swaggering Shane around, thinking around. everybody wants. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm mostly being like, is everyone mad at me? Oh no. Um, so I'm feeling vibes with Letitia. And then we start making out at the bar. So I assume because the only other people in the room are that whose bar it is uh-huh. and the bartender who's still there and a friend. So I'm like, this has got to be allowed. This is what they do. Right. Um, and I did kind of ask, I thought I asked, I did not ask explicitly, are you in an open relationship? I think I just kept saying, what about bet? Uh-huh. And the answer I got was, do you want bet to be involved? We could all do this. And I was like, whoa, 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 no, not tonight. What's happening? Ugh. And then, so after that happened, I walked up to bet and was like, so, or we talked about this again recently. I thought I said, hi, I just made out with your girlfriend. Bet says that I said, uh, so Letitia says y'all are in an open relationship. <laughs> and uh, that was news to Bet. Oh. Yeah. How, so how did Bet take this? Bet's the coolest, like truly just the coolest, most laid back person. So was like, oh, all right. Huh. <laughs> then just was like, I think my baby's drunk. And then walked off to just go see what was going on. But was yeah. not, but was not angry or was not anything. Just like took the news. I was like, all right. So then I just played the rest of the weekend like uh following their lead, right? Like what is what is any of this? Um and then on Sunday they invited me to brunch, so I went to brunch and then Bet was like And you did go home with Letitia. I didn't go home. No, nope, just made out at the bar. Okay. Just made out at the bar. Yeah. Okay. And then they invited me to brunch and said, Come back, come back for Pride and do a show. I was like, All right. So Bet made that happen. They run the bar. Um, so I went back for pride and between then and pride. So I met them two days before my girlfriend and I broke up my girlfriend of four and a half years and it had nothing to do with meeting them. It was just weird timing. Uh Um, so, so, so the makeout trip happens right after you, right uh, before, right before Mm -hmm. it was not against the rules. I travel, you know, whatever. Um, but, but it was weird timing. And then so we were like corresponding over the summer and the one that I didn't make out with, Bet, we started corresponding a lot and like building up energy to the point where I'm like, oh, okay. 
huh, what's happening here? And then, yeah, it just felt like it was going to happen. Yeah. And then it didn't during Pride. I think everybody was pretty freaked out. And then I realized that I was going back past their town around Halloween. So I went back and then Halloween Halloween. Halloween, Halloween oh, makes it all happen. happen. Sure. Yes. Yeah. It's a very sexual sexy. energy. Was that boring? Was that a boring sexual story? Sexual energy and candy okay. in the air. Yeah, exactly. No, that was not boring at all. Okay, yeah. good. I'm what? trying to. I'm trying to jump to the is this parts last that year. This is this year. This this well past Halloween. Halloween oh, so wait, 2019. 2019. Okay. Oh, fuck, we're in a new year. Yeah, yeah, we're we are. in a new year. Yeah. New decade. New year. New decade. So texting today. Who yes. was the one who was away for five minutes and came back and sh- and, and they were in a relationship? Was that Bet? That was Bet. That was Bet. Okay. Yeah. Bet has missed some key moments, <laughs> yeah. but, but she comes right back in and is happy. That's to- Bet for you. <laughs> that is that is kind of Bet for you. Um, but Bet is also the secret orchestrator of the whole thing because when at Halloween. Uh, I was there and chatting to Bet at the bar and just kind of said, you know, there's something like, I was like, oh, I'd really love to kiss you, but I don't, I don't think Letitia is like into me. Um, so I don't know if it's going to happen. And Bet was like, you both are driving me crazy. Like you both need to get over yourselves. Like this is happening. Yeah. So we were the ones that were like, oh, I don't know. And then Bet was like, you guys are idiots. Let's do this. And you, so the fr- oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, I mean, I, I'm sure we have a million of the same questions, yeah. but I'm sweating once, and excited, and I love this. And and same. And the dog is into it. Into it. Yeah. Um, what is? How would you characterize the difference in your dynamic with each of them, or is there a difference? Yeah, I don't really know yet. There is a difference because they're different people. Yeah. But we've hung out together a bunch, so. Um, so Halloween happened. That was a few days. And then they just came to Toronto for two weeks. So that was like the biggest, craziest thing we've done so far. Everybody made that effort and they hung out over Christmas. So the, that was that that felt more like when we're like, okay, something is happening yeah. and we're getting to know each other. We're spending Christmas together. We're spending Christmas together. Oh New God. Year's. We're doing this. Um, yeah. So I haven't I haven't hung out with them on their own except on the drive here. I met up with Bet, so we hung out for the first time, like just the two of us. And then uh, Letitia, I forgot her name, <laughs> is coming to LA for a night, so I'll hang out with her by herself and get to know this more better. Oh, wow. The first yeah. time, was it the three of you? It's always, always been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so have you, oh, we, we haven't established the rules because it's so new, right? Yeah. It's interesting because I think all of our hearts are involved, Um but, but we're so far apart. Yeah, and I'm over here all by myself. Yeah, so I I think I deserve a little leeway. Yeah. Um, what would? But what, we do have to talk about it. If you could unilaterally set the rules, what would they be? <laughs> if I could unilaterally set the rules, I mean it's tricky because, like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if I could, I would be like, I'm allowed to do whatever. Yeah. But also, they're allowed to do whatever. I don't. I don't know. I've never, backstory on me, I've never like properly done an open relationship. Like I've tried yeah. and it just doesn't kind of work out or I don't think I'm suited for it. Um, I tend to be focused and like monogamous in my heart. So so the the relationship that was ending right when you met Letitia and Beth. <laughs> um, Letitia, it's a difficult name to keep saying, but right. we're in it. We're doing it. Um, that relationship was not open or there were 
certain contingencies? Yeah, I f- it was like, it was okay. It was okay for me to make out with someone when I was traveling. Like, I would have reported back. Um, and then we were broken up two days later. So there was no mm. chance to report back. Right. Yeah. And you were not broken up because of this makeout incident? Absolutely not. No. 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 Yeah. But four and a half years. Four and a half years is pretty serious. Yeah. But here's, here's, man, and when they were visiting over Christmas, my ex, so we'd been broken up for about six months at that time, was like, I want to meet them. Let's all go out. So we did that. Wow. Yeah. We all went out dancing. There was a lot of drinking beforehand. Sure. And then we all went out dancing. And it was fine. It was totally fine in the moment. Everybody's like having a great time. Um, And even got a text from my ex the next day. Like, they're great. I'm so glad we did that. I'm so happy for you. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, like two days later, it was like, actually, this is hard. I don't think we should talk for a while. (laughs) I was like, yeah, all right. I mean, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Feeling feeling the Sunday warmth. Yeah. Uh So what was coming out before the four-year relationship, before this new throuple? What was coming out? Yeah. I don't understand. Your process. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. it was so long it was so <laughs> long ago. Um, well, I fell in love with my high school best friend. So it was really lovely. Mm-hmm. I realized as I'm talking, I have like both my hands over my heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the, um, was it reciprocated? Yeah. So oh. that was my first girlfriend. Yeah. She's so beautiful. And, and we're still friends today. And like I play with her kids. It's insane. It's oh. like so cool to go home and be like, yeah. And where's home? Um, Endicott, New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she still lives there and has, has a couple of gorgeous kids. Um, what, what years are we talking in high school? Wanna, we are talking. I want to set a, a musical Yeah, for sure. Scene. So when was I in high school? Oh, goodness. I must have graduated university in 98. Okay. So I was in high school. Whoa, 1990 to 1994? 90 to 94. So fine long years. Ago. They were fine years. Yeah. Um. So I kind of, I came out to myself, uh, this is pre-Ellen, and I always feel like I need to say that, because it was a different landscape, Mm -hmm. and I was in a small town by myself. I barely knew that gay was an option. You know, Mm -hmm. no one was out in high school. I wasn't out in high school. Like, we started getting together during graduation, like, going to graduation parties and, like, getting drunk and making out after. That's how we got together. Sure. So it didn't really happen in high school, but um, I remember... I used to like question it a little bit before I went to bed. Like I'd be a little bit like, mm, maybe you're gay. And I'm like, well, do you want to make out with your friend Gretchen? No. What about Kim? No. Lisa? No. Okay, go to bed. You're fine. Mm-hmm. And then one day it got to like, what about Sarah? And I was like, oh no. Oh shit. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. And, so, and then Sarah, that became a real relationship. That became a real relationship. Not at first. Like we just like had sex all summer and never talked about it. And, like, hung out like best friends. And then Mm -hmm. then we both went out, went off to university. And, like, I mean, this is almost pre-internet. Like, we we had email accounts, like, through our universities. But there was no Gmail. There was no, you know. Prodigy or something. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. So we were, like, letter write. Like, we would talk on the phone. We were reminiscing recently about, like, how many hundreds of dollars we threw away on the phone. You used to have to pay for long-distance phone calls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. So we'd be on the phone. We'd be writing. Ugh. And that went on until about December. And then she was crying on the phone to me one night. like, And we would still, when we got together, we would always like make out or have sex or something. But under the guise of alcohol to a degree and then like never talk about it. Right. Yeah. And then at some point we're on the phone and she was kind of crying, being like, I just wish we could be together or something. And then it was just like 
ding. It was like it just occurred to me for the first time. And I was like, we could, though. I think at that point, my whole life had changed because I'd been to one Ani DeFranco concert. There you so go. I was like, but there's a way we can do this. Um, yeah, and then we got together. And then then I had to come out to my parents, which was fine. Fine. I was about to say it sucked. But in the in the grand scheme of how that can go, it was okay. It always sucks in the moment. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And my mom asked me first because I, I didn't say anything. I came home that summer. I was still living with my parents and just doing everything with Sarah, like, like we would normally do. So I'm like, I'll just let them draw their own conclusions. And I'm not going to lie to them, but like they could see on Sarah's birthday, her and I go off together on my birthday on July 4th. You know, I'm like, bye, Sarah and I are renting hotel rooms for the weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> see you later. Um, and then at the end of the summer, my mom was like, well, I'm concerned about your relationship. And I was like, well, you don't need to be concerned, but, but I'm gay and Sarah's my girlfriend. And she's like, you should tell your father. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> was that her concern? That was her that concern, was her yeah. Concern. And my poor parents. I mean, small town. It is still the 90s. Yeah. Um, they heard rumors at their local watering hole, I think. Because Sarah was like the police chief's daughter. Oh, wow. So her family is kind of well known. And then, you know, we're running around being gay in this small town. And uh, the rumor mill oh, was going. God. That's so horrible. It's pretty horrible. It's so but my, my parents weathered it well. I mean, like, you know, considering who they were, how they were raised, where we all were, it didn't take too long for them to get on board. No. Yeah. My God, that's so, oh, that makes me so angry. The, just, the, just nosy people in a small town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but if it God. weren't for them, I might have never come out to my parents. So, so. True, yeah. Yeah. true. Uh, what's that small town like now? Has progress Oof. pierced the I bubble mean, or no? Economically devastated, unfortunately, oh, like yeah. many small towns anywhere. Their main in- industry around there used to be IBM. Like everybody's dad worked for IBM. And then they left and the place is, can we say meth hole? Mm. It's not It's not doing yeah. great. Shit. Yeah. yeah. That's my town in Ohio as well. Mm-hmm. It's rough. How do you bring a town back? I wonder this all the time. I don't know. I do have a, f- a couple of high school friends who are, who are who have chosen to live there. One of them moved back, yeah. lived in LA for a while, moved back, and they're sort of trying to form a community of people, you know, who want to bring it back. Yeah. I hope that they succeed. Yeah. How? How? I how? don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like everyone just like chucks up a brewery and hopes for the best. Yeah. Like a brewery, a few bike paths. It's a yeah. good way to start. It's a good way. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. I'm from St. Louis, and it's not like economic. Oh, it's not like devastated. Yeah, but the big industries moved out, and so now it is becoming a good place for restaurants. Because right. if you're a young, up and coming chef, you can have your restaurant there, and then in five years you go to you know to Brooklyn or whatever. But mm-hmm. like you, you figure your shit out in a place where the overhead is incredibly low. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, it's really interesting. But my suburb is still it's still 1987. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I still think there are no out gay kids in my high school. Really? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because since since then, like Sarah and I, like they all came crawling out of the woodwork, and we found sure, out who no. everybody was. Yeah. You still don't know anybody gay from your high school? Oh no, I know grownups who are, but I don't think anyone's out in high school. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And I don't know that many grownups who are. Honestly, <laughs> really, mm. handful of people from my class and nobody else. Huh. One or two here and there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it makes sense that you don't know who the gay kids in your hometown high school are, because that would be weird. Well, but you <laughs> should. I went to a very small high school, so yeah. you should. And we should have You should know that better. there's at least right. like a uh, one of those groups out there. Yeah, yeah, there's not. You should be asked to go back and speak to I that group. Will. I absolutely never will. I said one of those group groups because I don't know what they're called. In my Because we've been talking about the 90s, I was yeah. almost like, a gay straight alliance. Yeah. And I was but like, those no, still no, exist. No, no. And they're still But they still called that, though? They got to be called something new. I think they are. Really? Yeah. Gay straight just feels so binary. It feels so close minded. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but high schools are twenty true. years behind everything That's else. True. What would we call a queer straight alliance? Even queer that alliance? feels. Hmm. Or Rainbow Club. Even yeah. alliance somehow feels wrong right now. Yeah. I don't know. Rainbow. I like Rainbow Club. Rainbow Club. <laughs> Start a Rainbow Club in your yeah. high school. Why not? Uh, okay. So then. All right. So then, from there, Mexico. No, there's years in between that we're missing. Not too many. Not too many. Me and Sarah. Then I moved to Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, well, well, I, you know, university happens. Sarah and I are together. We're together. Uh-huh. We're not. We're together. We're not. You know, because uh-huh. it was long distance. It was yeah. two whole hours away by car. Um, so fraught. <laughs> I mean, but also lovely, lovely. Um, and then, yeah, then I moved to Baltimore for about a year and a half and discovered that I do not like a nine to five life. And I mean, this is my first experience of like real life. And I'm like, not for me. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Mexico, um, teach English. I'm moving all around there. I lived at, in Puerto Vallarta and in um, San Cristobal, and, which was a low intensity war zone at the time. Very intense. Oh. And then uh, Querétaro, where I was with the Mexican mime. That then moved me to Canada. I got permanent residency through her, which is incredible. That's how liberal Canada is. How does that work? You didn't get married, obviously. I did get married. You did? For the residency. Oh, so you have an ex-wife. I have an ex-wife. Wow. And she's a mime. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. How long were you married? We were married like about a year. So it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a sham marriage in the way that we were in a real relationship. Right. And I wanted to immigrate to Canada. But neither one of us were really the marrying types. It was, like, definitely immigration that forced our hand. We did it. Literally the next day, I was like, I think that was a mistake. (laughs) She's very chill. I was like, well, well, we can just undo it. It's not a big deal. And we didn't, like, undo it immediately. But then about a year later, I'm like, no, that was definitely a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. And then when you, was it a divorce? It had to be. Yeah. It had to be a proper divorce. It was so annoying. So there's like, then there's paperwork and, you know, we had to go back to the court and sign this stuff. And it was funny at the time because she was an engineer. She was making great money in Canada. I, I think when we got divorced, my, maybe my, I don't even know if my papers had come through yet. So I think on paper, I wasn't making any money at all because I wasn't mm. even supposed to be in Canada. Like I'd cross over every six months and be like, I'm just visiting, I'm just visiting. So it took an extra little minute because the paperwork kept coming back like, wait, but you don't want anything of what she makes because she makes this much and you make zero dollars and, and you're entitled to. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. But the courts didn't believe me for a while. Which is kind of cute. I guess they're yeah. looking out. It's Canada. That's sweet. It's nice of yeah. them. Um, yeah. But you're able to keep the citizenship or the, the status yeah. after the divorce. Yeah. That's incredible. I gay married and then gay divorced a Mexican mime and Canada was like, you're in. Let's do this. Wow. 
I'm impressed. Yeah. They do it right. Yeah. I'm getting my citizenship together. So, I mean, just open invite. If anyone wants to marry me. Okay. Let's let's let's, let's start this chain process to Canada. We got to yeah. do it. We got to get out of here. Wide open spaces. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. But that's <laughs> enough. That's all I got, too. That's I, enough. I swear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so then uh, Mexican mime. Then, then what? <laughs> then what? Then I then I'm teaching English. Then my love right. for stand up gets rekindled. Yeah. Then. And we're in Montreal now. We, oh, we go to Montreal. I start going to open mics. Um, it's terrifying and the best. And then I just don't look back. So that's that. That feels like since then, it's just been life. Life uh-huh. is rolling. And after the divorce, we're mostly Montreal based. I mean, here's the situation. I fell in love with an Australian girl. Uh-huh. So that's why I started going to Australia. Oh, boy. Um, which turned out to be an amazing career move because that was about two years into starting comedy. And there's a, I mean, just a world-class comedy scene over there. Yeah. Um, Melbourne International Comedy Festival people know about. Adelaide Fringe, which is the second biggest fringe after Edinburgh. Um, and then there's other ones. Like every city has a comedy festival. Melbourne's like the biggest one. But you can just go there and do like Adelaide Fringe, Perth, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, and then I started going on tour with the Melbourne Roadshow. So I've spent a ton of time in Australia oh. doing comedy and met amazing people. So when Hannah Gadsby blew up, yeah, it was exciting for me Bless to be you. like, I've known Hannah for a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, There's great, not. great, great stuff coming out of Australia. I, I didn't listen to it yet, but I saw that you talked to Josh Thomas yeah. kind of recently. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. another guy. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Um, and then. Australian woman becomes a, a real Is that relationship. Me? What's oh. going on? Oh, that that's reminding me to call my grandma. It's so oh, ill-timed. I will set it for one more hour from now because I forget everything. I forgot I had a grandma. Wow. Okay, there we go. There it is. Sorry, everybody. That's okay. Hey, but hey, why not a reminder to everybody? If you've got a grandma, she's still around. Give, give her, her a call. call. Her a she call. would yeah. love it. She would love it. Yeah. Um, and so then we're with Australian woman, and we're long distance, but we're. She's living in Canada, oh, and then okay. we're traveling back to Australia together Got to it. do that. And then, then she starts putting on shows. And then we're like this little traveling circus duo, uh-huh. just living life. I'm writing plays for her. I mean, we are in it. Oh, come on. It's happening. Then we very dramatically break up during a festival. Oh, during <laughs> it. That's the worst. Here's the thing. We break up during this festival. That was the one I got nominated for the award for and met Maria Bamford. Oh. We break up. She wants to get back together. And I'm like... Okay, just to get through the festival. I'm feeling like at the end of the season, we're for sure breaking up for real. But we break up. She wants to get back together. And I'm like, let's just get back together because the festival, thinking they're being cute, put us in the same room. So her show was before mine. So her show was before mine. And then there's like a 15-minute turnaround time. And then my show. So whoever you're sharing a room with, you're going to see in those 15 minutes before your show Every day before your show for like 30 days. Whoever oh, it is, because yeah. they're running out, you're running in. It's like you build a little relationship. Energy's crazy. Yeah. But it was her, and I was like, oh, no, we can't be like actively breaking up during this month. Yeah. This is yeah. going to be the worst. It's the worst. So I made a cold and calculated decision. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come back to her like, we need to get back together. But she said, let's do it. And I was like, I don't think we should, but okay. And uh, it was the right thing to have done because I ended up having a great show that year, which I don't know if I would have if I was crying every day for 15 minutes before my show. And then as soon as that is finished, you're out. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, not quite as soon, but like we gave it, we gave it a go. We gave it a couple mm-hmm. more months and then it was like, no, no, we thank can't. you. No, okay. we broke up for a reason mm-hmm. and we were so dramatic. Like in retrospect, I can see it and I've changed and grown a lot. And I think she has too. But at the time, man, we were, we would get into it. So a lot of comics and performers in your dating history. Does it sound, oh, it sounds no? like it, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. There's the mime. Yeah. There's this Another one. Comic. Yeah. There's the Australian who sounds like was some. Yeah. Sort of, there's Bet who runs a performance space. Oh, hey, and is also a performer. And is also a performer. And obviously. Letitia also performs. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. I think that we've got a pattern. Also, oh, my God. You have a grandmother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who? There's a lot. Who, uh, in high school, won awards for uh, debate and speech. So is also maybe in her way. Oh, yes. A bit of a performer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Surrounded by them. Surrounded by them. Um, please come back oh my and God. Uh, let us know <laughs> how, about how things. Don't leave. How about don't leave? I can't believe it's already over. I know. I thought I had nothing to say. Oh, Here we are. I genuinely need a follow up on the thruple. Yes. I, I don't know if we're using that word. I mean, jokingly, we are for sure. But what else yeah. will we call it? Exactly. It's hard to know what else to call it. We're Polycule jo- is rough. Oh, gross. I Polycule. hate it. Have you not heard that? No. I've heard it once and it's horrible. It's I hate gross. anything with poly in it. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Um, Clinical. One of our friends nicknamed it the Coven, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's fun. That's good. So yeah, maybe I like we're that. going with Coven. I like it. All right. Um, yeah, keep us posted on the Coven. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I'd love to. And I will let you know who wins uh, best three way at the point <laughs> because that is relevant to your lifestyle. <laughs> it course, is so. now. I need yeah. to check it out. I need. I need new position ideas. Yeah, <laughs> we're running out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Deanne Smith. Thank you to you for listening. Thank you to everybody here at Earwolf. Thank you to Ryan Connor. Thank you to Chelsea in the booth today. Thank you to Kimmy Lucas and to Hannah Crichton. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ben Wise, for the music. Uh, thank you, listener. Uh, we sure would love it if you would rate and review us uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps us get the word out to Five new stars listeners. only, please. Five stars only, please. And go to podswag.com and you can get your homophilia swag. You can get swag for all of your other favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, take a picture of yourself in a cute homophilia t-shirt and tag us. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm.